But That's I think fine. you need to just, just leave respect their wishes and leave their skittles alone. Y'all are children and need to grow up and eat vegetables. I eat vegetables. Thank you very much. What vegetables? Are you? To tell me to grow up. Spend, <laughs> I mean, how how dare you tell her to grow up? You know, you know she can't. No, just the last that, person to be that that height deficiency. <laughs> and both of y'all are childish. That's why I don't understand. Or exactly what I don't understand. Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With The Homie. It's your illustrious host, CJ, joined by a little spitball of fire, D, and the mirror to my Jesus, my brother from another mother. When we go Hollywood, we're not going to be friends no more. (laughs) Eugene. What's going on? (laughs) It's the light, man. It's the light. Eugene just said my knuckles ashy. I I got this hotel lighting that's not hitting right. Mm, Yeah, okay. We'll go You look look like you've been punching the outside of the hotel. I'm tired. Nah, it's these it's these lamps, these these low level lamps. They're not doing me justice. Put them trying to put them. They look a little high level to be. Can you turn the brightness down on your knuckles, please? (laughs) (laughs) So so this is this is what we're doing. I I feel like the can you put your knuckles on night mode, please? I feel like the theme of the three of us this week is just violence. Like on different levels. We have all chosen violence yeah. this week, and I want us to have a happy pod, all right? Some of us chose just the shirt. Some of us chose the socks. One of us, <laughs> who might be shorter than 4'10", may have chosen the entire outfit, violence down to the socks. Do you at all smoke this week, huh? As yep. she sips her little Chick-fil-A sweet tea lemonade. Listen, shout out to the real men that look out for their people and to one particular man I'm not going to call him out who knew oh, I'm out. name him name him he must not be named but shout out to him for you know coming through give and that kid his flowers a little bit better i shall outside this is, of the podcast. this is this is a this is a family podcast dude yeah, I didn't say give him no, your no, no. flower. I said give him his flower. Yeah. I didn't say I was giving him my flower. I said you will. It's a family podcast. <laughs> Outside of this podcast, not as Christian Mingle quotes and questions, but we're going to get into it. <laughs> All right. I think that that concludes the banter portion of the opening. How y'all feeling? This <laughs> I'm good. Just started my new job this week. So it's hey. fun. Like, life is very different. When you've been doing one thing for two years and then you leave and it's like, oh, this is how work should be on a regular basis. Is that I a good know. transition? Yeah, it's yes, a good transition. We know that you don't know. I too still do not know, but I will find out soon. I finally D, got my start date. D, we live we living on vibes. It's all right. It's all vibes. <laughs> <laughs> No paychecks, just vibes. 
So the, okay, the energy Rob send that Rob notice, you're like, oh, Bob, Bob's got it. <laughs> yeah, you got to send that back, right? Bob's got it. <laughs> it's been paid in full with Bob's. You got a start date when you start in? Um, August 1st, supposedly. Prayerfully. Let me say that. Remain hopeful. Okay. My, All right. My drug test came back the night, the afternoon before I was supposed to start. On a, it came back on a Sunday. I almost did not start on Monday. What they find trace Blackness. amounts of? Black Great, greatness. A little TRT, <laughs> a little ketamine, nah. trembolone, no. little anavar. I don't know what you're naming right now. Steroids. I was gonna say, what is you got? You have a lot of knowledge behind things. Like to that, have that, to have that, just like be able to roll off the top of your head like that like yeah we need to have a different conversation maybe so you're you guys are telling me that i'm the only one who spends hours on youtube learning about steroids got it yeah yeah that's that's it that's exactly what we're saying you could spend hours on youtube learning about aliens why the hell are you looking up things for steroids next it'll be methamphetamine and you're gonna tell me that i should be okay with that too I live he's a bum. in the fitness That's space, right. yes. and I'm just he's interested. A... You're just interested in the fitness space for steroids, and you just started back doing golf, or you're now doing golf, and you're now back into fitness. Is there something you're trying to tell us here? I, first of all, you're trying I've been to tell us that he's steroids. juicing. I've been researching <laughs> steroids for the last like five years. I'm not going to take okay. it. I'm never going to take he's it. He's a pro. It's just he's an a pro at subject. juicing. Okay, Juice. I mean, Bye. listen. So, if I'm on a low dose of TRT, does that count as being on steroids? It's simply. I don't know what that means. Exactly. I don't know. See? What, it's I don't just, know what that means. It's a little is bit that of dynamite. What, what is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of testosterone to help raise. A lot of men would use it to help raise their uh, mm. hormone levels when they start to dip. Young guys will use it, though, for the anabolic effects, which basically helps them build muscle and recover faster. The problem with TRT oh, is you. once you get on, <laughs> you're on for life. Thank you, Ask Jeeves. Because <laughs> no one asked him. No one, <laughs> no one, no one he's, asked him all of that. He's been holding you, on to, you that, said, to that information what is that? for five years. You said, what is that? No, you didn't say what is that. Moment. You said, I don't know what that is. I didn't say, what is that? I said, I don't know what it is. He didn't ask for clarification. Well, he didn't want to educate. You have, been right? wait, you have been waiting to tell someone that for five years. <laughs> You're right. Because every time I try to tell my wife, she gets that glazed over look in her eye. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to find somebody else to talk to about That she gets every time you open your mouth? And Avar okay. and Trembolone and all the other designer drugs that are out there. Designer drugs. Okay. So we can find these drugs in Neiman Marcus, not Walmart. No. Okay. So designer <laughs> drugs are the ones that pro athletes oh, use to God. get around the doping tests that they have to take. Gosh. Oh, do you guys know my nothing? God. Do you guys not know oh. anything? No, you know what? We, we, know, we know it all. I'm not going to say I don't know anything because he's going to give us another definition. Okay, please don't say we, you don't know We know else. it all. We know everything that you were just talking about. Thank you. No need to clarify anything else. Let's go into the pod. See, this is the problem with our community. Is that anytime still somebody going. shows up still going with up. a little bit of knowledge, we want to tear them down instead of building up the black brother. You can tell when he when he don't get out the house. So, yeah. He act like this. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We know now. Uh, y'all ready to touch it? Whoa, what? Wow, that was, <laughs> that was problematic. <laughs> you got to find another way to tee that up, friend. Well, we you need another name for here. this segment. You shouldn't. I mean, y'all that's fine. Y'all want to Whoa, what are you talking about? What is going on oh, tonight? What is Listen, going it, on? It is late. People are tired. It's not even late. It's 9.30. All right, let's hit these busted topics. Um, first up, Netflix is charging $2.99 now for sharing passwords. Yeah, they're trying to crack down on the whole don't share your password type thing. Um, and they, I think it was reported that they will be, they're going to try to disable Netflix in certain households that are not the main account. So How is that So they started piloting this a few months ago where you would log in because obviously I don't have my own Netflix password. So Mm -hmm. my own Netflix accounts. So I would log in to say my mom's account and it would put up, it would send like a secure, like a two-step verification basically. And if I don't have the access code, then it will, then it'll log me out. They they piloted it in, I want to say in South America or Europe or something like that. And now they're bringing it here because I think their data shows that like a hundred million households are sharing passwords, which I mean, yeah, no one told you to give us 10 accounts. They set it, <laughs> they set it up for you to set up multiple profiles. I have seen every show I've had Netflix for going on 10 years. I've never had since it's a, since its inception digitally. Not the original Netflix where they were mailing DVDs. Listen, them shows like, ain't hitting like I, they used to. So they not. So I mean, if they take it away, out. like no, I'm I'll gonna have say, to. Uh, I'll Apple have to find TV another way to watch Silent Sunset. It's giving heat. Yo, Apple Apple TV. Are you watching Blackbird right now? No, no but someone brought that up. Yo, is it good? It is mad good. So the reason the reason I started watching the show, going back to steroids, is I saw. A preview. It was Taryn Edgerton looking like a unit, oh son. Taryn was looking like a whole unit, and I was like, "What's this show about?" So I watched the trailer, and I was like, "This looks interesting." So I watched the first episode, and that was enough. I'm hooked. It is that show is fire. What is Blackbird about? I have to... So Blackbird, I think it's Eugene. based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. It's a. I don't. A- Apple TV gets Apple TV and Amazon. They get missed so so blackbird is about a guy who goes to prison and in order to get out early he gets transferred to another prison to try to get an even worse criminal to confess his crimes i'm not interested (laughs) it's not not your kind of show i think d i think you would what's what's my kind of show how do i say this it's always sunny in philadelphia not that even. is a great show. That is a great <laughs> show. <laughs> that is an amazing show. Yeah, so you, you're you're more into comedy and not things that don't completely. require too much thinking, like selling sunset. I did, no, no, yeah, that's not what I'm only into. I'm rewatching New York Undercover. You Speaking are also into nostalgia. 
Yeah, huh? I was gonna say nostalgia type things is is right up your alley. I don't, I don't, I really don't rewatch shows, but New York Undercover was so a staple. Watch Mars like thirty seven times. I I have not I haven't really watched Martin since it's been streaming, but when it used to come on in syndication, you on BT, definitely rewatch Martin during the watch during the Pennsylvania. I was not gonna lie, but I would go to I would go to specific episodes though, seasons one through four. We don't we don't count five. What about the was office? season five? That's what I heard. I didn't hear that. Do you ever seen season five of Martin? I honestly I can't say I know of the seasons when it comes to like Martin. I remember watching the show and I remember certain parts, but it wasn't my thing. But nothing from season five, because we don't acknowledge season five in this family. We don't acknowledge, yeah. Bruno and season five of Martin. We don't talk about we them. We don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's Netflix. Um Jesus and Miro are breaking up. And this is this this one hurts, man, because it's not just the y'all cried about it. It's not just the business relationship; it's the friendship that's breaking up as well. And I look at that, and the first the first thing I text Gene was, "What does this mean for us? If Jesus and Miro ain't holding it together, (laughs) (laughs) what does this mean for us?" You gotta understand, like watching Jesus yeah. and Mero, when we've we've been watching them for a long time. And but we were always a, I would always say thing of too much information. Uh-huh. Well, so I would always say that watching them was like it was like watching your cousins in the hood that made it. And then seeing yeah. their friendship and their bond, you know, that that's me and Gene. Not as good because yeah. you know, we special, but yeah, man, it, it hurt. It hurt so um, much that you had to turn on Mariah Carey and act. What about us? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't see I don't see anything wrong with what you just said. Nothing at all. Because you know what? <laughs> I don't men, see anything. men can have friendships and grieve over the potential loss of those friendships too. Okay. We have feelings. We are people. I'm not saying that you can't have feelings, but this bromance is what is what? It's what? Is what? It's a little it's a little different. Different. Um, how? I, Different, a different world. Listeners, I wish you all could see their faces. You would think I am <laughs> about to reveal that they are not the father of. So, like, no, I'm just saying, it's just different. I don't see the day I hear about you all not talking. Oh, we're having an immediate group conversation. We went That's not year. how that works. Yeah, we went a whole year without talking. I was not aware of it, and had I known, was being a butt. It was it was mutual. It was a complicated time in our lives. It was it was mutual, but like men, we both we had like brothers. We had issues with through it. each other's. We had issues with so each other. When you other's say work through others. it, somebody sent a funny text and that just fixed everything. Got it. No, actually, yeah, not quite. What happened? Actually, what happened is when me and my ex broke up, Claude was the first person I called, and we've been talking ever since. Aww. It is because men That's know how to make what up. <laughs> men know what to do. We know how to get back, son. So what I hear is a lack of accountability between both of you. A one. Eugene is over here look, blaming Ayana, it on his ex. 
I young to wreck my life. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think, though, what's unfortunate about the Jesus and Mero situation is it sounds like money is the thing that broke yeah. them up. That, though? That's, that's just, like just sad. The Joe Budden situation. I listen to Joe yeah. Budden. I know some people don't, but I have been a fan of Joe Budden even from when he was rapping. And when Warrior Maul left, it kind of it kind of touched me a bit because this these those three men were a part of my day. They were a part of all right. I'm getting up. I'm gonna listen to maybe my uh, audio book or do something on the way to work. But when I get to work, I'm gonna have my coffee, have my meeting. Boom! I'm turning on the spot. And I that was just a part of my every day. So when they broke up, I was. I was a little mad at the end of the day, all of it, it all boiled down to some spreadsheets. Like, bro, I'll do your spreadsheet. Like, why? <laughs> y'all, like, how y'all upset over Excel money and spreadsheet? Like, it, it just didn't make sense to me. So, it, I get it. I I've never been a real fan of Jesus Romero, though. I mean, that's, that's your own personal issues. Um, <laughs> but I think that when you see it coming down to money, what I usually do is I question like how solid was the friendship? Cause I look at podcasts like Mm. flagrant and Andrew and Akash and all of those guys that are on that podcast, they like, you can see the true friendship, like regardless of what's happening in each other's lives that you can see, like money is not going to break them up. And so, and I know that there's been like, even when they changed the name to Andrew Schultz's, flagrant too like everyone bought into that everyone was on board with doing that and i can't say that a lot of men would be like well yeah i'm gonna be on your i'm gonna be on this podcast with you with your name at the front but they understood okay this is this is what's going to help our brand this is what's going to help our podcast grow because you andrew had the rogan effect and so he was the one that was going to be the most searchable and so being able to put your pride aside and accept that okay at the end of the day, this is my brother, this is my friend. So whatever we got to do to make sure all of us succeed, we're willing to do that. And so if you can't do that, then I question the validity of the friendship. And so I think I think what's different there is you hit on that word pride. And, yeah. you know, we, we look, we're we big flagrant fans. Uh, if there's anything you can say about Akash is that that's a humble dude. And so it's easy to see him be like, yo, Andrew got the light right now. Let's all go. You eat. We all eat. I'm okay. I don't know. And obviously, we don't know these guys. I don't know if that's the same for Jesus and Mero. Because in a sense, no one ever eclipsed the other in the way that Andrew so clearly rocketed off ahead of the other guys in the flagrant crew. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but money does change people. And so we don't know what happened in the dynamic of their friendship that, hey, you know, niggas get money, they switch up a little bit. All of a sudden, they're wearing mink coats in the front row, making it hot for everybody else. This this was sad, though. Like, seeing them break up, was that was that was sad. That's not going to be us, though. It, I'm going to love you forever. Is it possible, uh, though? I love you forever. <laughs> y'all, y'all remember that from uh, making a band? <laughs> Don't do that no more. B A B A N D 
no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't that one. It wasn't that. Uh, I know it wasn't it was that the, one. It was the R and B season with Danny D. Kane and Puffy kept having them sing that all. He had them sing it over and over again. I love you for I love you. But no, like I I wonder if they'll if they'll get back. Like if they'll somehow come to an agreement. I don't think they're getting back. It, they may be at like a complex 50 year reunion and both be invited and see each other and make up, but they I don't think they're doing work together anymore. Depends. Not not time, exclusively. Time hills mostly. They they may be they may be on similar projects. Like they may be on a movie together and they're both casted, but I don't see them doing a podcast or a show again with just them. Yeah, probably not. But I, I hope never mind the business. I hope their friendship can one day. Yeah, like I hope their friendship Nah, forget the friendship. We need the art. No. <laughs> no, we don't you don't have to be entertained. You're fine. You don't need the art. Like you don't need them Skittles. Look at that segue. Oh, God. that was not a segue. It wasn't Yo, a segue. He been wanting to talk about these Skittles that was a since that was not a segue. Listen, that there was, was a lawsuit. That was James Harden drawing a foul. <laughs> there was a lawsuit brought against though. Skittles this week because they are unfit for human consumption because they contain titanium dioxide. Now. I posted this on my Instagram stories. Follow me at CJ underscore quarter bomb. Holla at me. And a lot of people were in my DMs upset for me coming at their Skittles. Now, Mighty Mouse, I know you love the candies, so you don't feel the same way. I'm sorry? Mighty Mouse. You know I love what? The candies. I don't eat Skittles, actually. I'm not a big fan of Skittles. Oh, you're, you're just booger sugar? No, like I may have, <laughs> I may have Snickers every once in a while. I'm gonna ignore your comments, <laughs> but no, I don't. I'm not a big fan of sweets like that. So. I don't eat a whole lot of candy. People were it didn't upset. Really save me. I mean, you, at the end of the day, kids Skittles. Uh, yeah, they got Skittles. Pumping their bodies full of poison. I feel like, what do you, what do you expect? We don't really have. Were we were we anymore. expecting it to? Were we expecting like organic Skittles? Like were we were expecting to be Skittles to be like weight loss agents? Well, titanium dioxide is banned in most other countries around the world, so I am not saying <laughs> that we're going to have healthy Skittles. But there is something to be said for eating real food and not but like this is a, a the bigger. Who's problem replacing a, is, Who's replacing a meal with Skittles? A lot of people actually. Teenagers We're today get sixty percent of their food from highly processed foods. That's a problem. The average American highly, is eating fifty percent of their diet from highly processed foods. That's like fast food, though. It's not Skittles. No, it's fast food. It's candy. It's all the prepackaged foods. It's it's all of that. Hey, peanut butter crackers be hitting though. <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm not surprised. I hate that there are grown ass people in your DM talking about don't come for my skittles. One, they're not yours. Two, we don't really have real food anymore. Like, and, and that's the, that's just a the known problem. fact. We don't have real food, so you have to be selective 
in what you're buying, what you're putting in your body anyway. But them revealing like, oh, you know, we have this toxin that's not suitable for human consumption. Okay. There's a lot of things that are not suitable for human consumption. And you have a lot of people, people that still live and die by certain foods. I.e. McDonald's. Stop eating that. Listeners, whoever still eats McDonald's, you're going to hell. Wow. I mean, okay, that's Kimberell. pretty drastic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kimberell. Your gut Shorty is took it so all heavy. the way <laughs> You cannot get to heaven. I'm sorry. We're going to keep Not, it Christian mingles. McDonald's is the devil. I'm joking. <laughs> Not if you eat McDonald's, you're gonna get a little sick. If you eat McDonald's, you're going to hell, son. That's it. You hear that, Chad? You hear that, Ocho Cinco? I don't don't mean that, but I do feel very strongly about certain foods. And McDonald's is one of those things. I'm just like, listen, I grew up on it. But when you learn about what, how they make that, what's in that, I shouldn't even be eating a Chick fil A. It's just, but that's the fact of life. I was going to say, where do you draw the line in terms of fast food? Is it just McDonald's or oh, do you have that you same energy for Burger King, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Sonic, Whataburger? Oh, only... I have it for all of those except Chick-fil-A. I will say I can eat Chick-fil-A and if I'm traveling or doing a road trip and there's nothing else available, I will make an exception for Bojangles or oh, Wendy's Bojangles. to get something to drink. Oh. Oh, God. I'll fast before I eat Bojangles. Listen, <laughs> I have literally had stomach pains before I stopped to get food until uh, I saw Jean, something that I could eat. Remember Clyde Jean, working at Jean Bojangles? <laughs> I never <laughs> I never went back to that Bojangles after I found out he worked there. Yo, Gene and I used to work at this bar together in college and this new guy was a cook at the bar but he also worked at Bojangles. He was probably 6'2", just mm. a mountain Solid. of a man. Solid. Just yeah. behind that fryer at Bojangles. And he was country. Like, come on now. Come on. Y'all come on. Get some of this chicken here. Come on now. Now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Big and country. I never yeah. went. I was, I was like, you are the one working behind the behind the counter? Nah. I'm not going there. That food might be good. Mm-mm. He was greasy. Yeah. I get it. But no, I at the end of the day, do better, people. Do better. Do better for yourselves. Stop eating skittles if you must. Um, but we all have our do better American food system. Do better FDA. Because this wouldn't be a problem. The FDA is a if they weren't deal. allowing oh we know. But if they weren't allowing over a hundred uh, ingredients that are banned around the world to just be routinely in our foods, maybe we would be a slightly healthier nation. Nope. Possibly. But they're not doing that because that costs more money. And profits. you know they all about that, well, they're not all about that bottom because, line and profits. Yeah, it's, it's profits, it's bottom line. And then the more victims that you have this capitalist society where we get to push you fake food, unhealthy food, whatever, it's a never-ending cycle of for longevity purposes, you want to live longer and still eat these foods, guess who also is going to reap benefits? The pharmaceutical industry. So it's all going to go, Just it's a cycle of life when it comes to eating unhealthy. 
So, I mean, do whatever makes you feel better. If you found that out and you still want to eat Skittles, enjoy. If you decide you're never going to eat a Skittle again, enjoy. But if you eat McDonald's, you're going to hell. Uh, I want to know what McDonald's did to you. (laughs) Can I tell you what McDonald's did to me? No. Oh, I want to tell you, though. I want to tell you. I really want to hear it. It's going to be a whole bunch of big words that nobody cares about. (laughs) Fam, I don't know why y'all act like I only speak in multisyllabic words and like you can't understand half of what I'm saying. Thank you. Hold on. Multi what? Doctor Strange yeah, multiverse said, said words. What? <laughs> what? Yo, y'all, y'all really be jacking it. Like I'm out here just using eight <laughs> syllable words. Every other word. It's not my fault. You don't. I don't read. even. If you I read don't more, even know what? The, yo, we're not gonna talk about me not reading. I saw your, I saw your question, Osa. I saw your question. Osa. Osa, whatever your name is. First, I saw first your question. When, when, from when we get. When we get to ask a homie, we will address it. <laughs> no, the, 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 the people got to know. The people got to know. <laughs> anyway, I gave up McDonald's and all those other foods in 2002. In 2005, I get to college and I'm a broke boy and I had $2 to my name. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. you just, you got to get McDonald's. You got to hit that dollar menu. And I got. Is this before you learned about cookout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this pre-hotel. Okay. And I got. I went, I was, I guess two cheeseburgers off the dollar menu. When I tell you, I was hugging the toilet for three straight days. Like At that moment, I, wedding crashes. Yo, I was like, I'm going to just die before I eat McDonald's again. That's it. Wow. Never again. I haven't had McDonald's since, I want to say, like, like two weeks. No, I don't eat McDonald's. Yo, so, how, what? I've never had it. But what is this hold that Chick-fil-A has on y'all? Where you're like, I don't need fast food, but Chick-fil-A, though. It's just good, yo. It really be the sauce for me. I think like, when the you... Sauces, the sauces would have a hold on me. It's So, no, not really the sauce, because I do go through phases of I don't... Like, I can eat nuggets without salt. But I think Ew. when you... Are you a killer? <laughs> <laughs> when you... Shut up. You mean in the grilled ones without sauce? I don't eat grilled ones because the grilled ones to me taste more processed than the fried ones. They taste like paper. And then like you know how chicken has fat on it? I feel like they leave extra fat to try to prove there's real chicken. I don't like that. Just give me my fried nuggets. But I, I think when you compare like the ingredients or whatever you get it just come out on top. They one, they get more deliveries, so they don't really freeze much, if anything. Um, two, it tastes like chicken to me, but at the end of the day, I know it's still processed food. Like it's it's still a process. Yeah, it's still processed. But that spicy chicken with the Chick Fil A sauce and the sriracha sweetened spicy sauce. You know it's a much. Chile. You're really doing too much. You can just you can just have the chicken sandwich. You know. Ew. No. I need sauces. I have you need to learn to how to eat food. This conversation. You need to learn how to eat food. <laughs> We're not doing and this. You need to learn how to what eat. Are, what do we talk? What do we talk about tonight? <laughs> you know, 
this is a great time to say that advertisers, if you are listening, because we don't have a great transition to tonight's topic, but we would love to insert an ad break right here and promote your product. We are for sale. So hit us up. Wow. Slide in the DMs. Wow. I'm not available. I'm Listen, I'm I'm gonna get this money and go Hollywood on y'all, all right? All right, That's fine. I Hollywood promise I can catch you. My, my <laughs> knees still work and I will catch you and take your back. No your worries. Your legs are way too your, little to catch up to anybody. Your knees I are your you ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I get t- I get ten feet in front of you. Them legs ain't never catching up. Nope. Sounds like we take this to the track next time. We're all in the same city. Yep. I'm, I'm not running. Want to do that? You want to do that? I will. I, I've been wanting to race somebody for so long. Let's go. <laughs> Tired of beating my nephew. Claw wow. probably, probably run with like his head down and his his arms behind his back, <laughs> like he in Fortnite. <laughs> Just go wee. Just take off like <laughs> and eyes be all big. <laughs> Yo, oh, we are them talking them little like them little toys you hit on the top and it just shoots out. <laughs> that's, that's probably how you run. <laughs> no build up Yo. or nothing. Just top speed as soon as, as soon as you say go. <laughs> Yo, we talking about Dave Chappelle, right? <clears throat> Dave Chappelle. Eugene, you you introduced the topic since you're from DC. That's that's not a reason to introduce the topic, but okay. Um, <laughs> so Dave Chappelle, he put out a quote unquote special, um, but it was him accepting the theater of the arts um, at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. He was accepting the honor of his name being on the theater. They were going to name it the Dave Chappelle Theater at Duke Ellington. Um, Duke Ellington is a... It's like DC's version of Juilliard. Um, So it is all of the arts, people that sing, people that play instruments, uh, people that want to act. They all want to go to Duke Ellington School of the Arts. It's a high school, Um, right? Yeah, it's a high school. It's um, more like a Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just just get right York if you don't mention my city. <laughs> like, it's very evident that I'm not from the city. But then, <laughs> in the most condescending way, he has to correct me and let me know <laughs> that I said the wrong school. Because I did not go to school in the city. But because he wants to use his multiverse words. His, whatever. His, which which word was which which word was a multiverse word? Please tell me. I'm so sick of y'all. <laughs> oh, now now you see how it feels. Be picked on for the same thing every week. Hmm. Hmm. Should look at I that. Know, hmm. I know you are not talking because there are a lot of people who enjoy go. listening to you. Get it? <laughs> this is a family podcast, sir. Um. <laughs> Can we talk about Dave? I hate both of y'all. Dave, basically, he goes and he's talking about how even at the height of all the controversy that he has been under for his previous specials, especially The Closer, um, he's talking about that even going through that, that the board at Duke Ellington, they understood, like, 
you're an artist. And that's basically the message that he was trying to convey. Like, I'm an artist. This is art. It should be taken as art, not as I'm this vile person who is coming against this community. Because some of the stuff that he said could have been taken out of context. And he just wants to preserve what artists do. He wants to preserve whether it's not just comedy as art, but actors, directors, um, people that paint, sculpture, sculptors. Um, he wants to preserve the art that they put out in the world and to have the freedom to explore their artistic abilities. So, yeah. What did y'all think about the special? Um, so, I, yeah, I, I I loved it. I think there were a lot of different themes that he hit on. And there's a, I think there's a ton of different ways that you can go when discussing this. But obviously his main point was, and this is kind of how he closes it, is artistic freedom and expression. And he's got this line where he says, you can't report on artist's work and remove artistic nuance from his work. Uh, so obviously he's been catching heat over the last few specials because of all of the, the trans jokes and the LGBT jokes. And he's like, the more you tell me I can't say something, the more I want to say it. And that is my artistic freedom and expression. And we've, we've had these conversations about Dave before where it feels like People are upset with him and they're allowed to be upset with him, but they're not upset with him for what they think they're upset with him about because he's telling you, and this is something most artists never do is they'll put their work out and then that's it. He comes back and he explains to you what you're mad at is not what you should be, is not what you think it is. This is what it is. And people are still just kind of going, nah, I don't want to hear that. I'm mad. And that's it. And we see, we actually see that this week he had a show in, um, I think it was in Minneapolis that got canceled and had to switch venues because the entire staff of the venue said we, because of his jokes, we are not going, we're all calling out in mass and we refuse to work tonight with, uh, during his show. Very true. And I want to add to that. Um, I think my most memorable line from him was, um, we won't get another Dave Chappelle. There is only one him. And that's very true. And so he explains his artistic work, the importance of it. And I think one of the most wonderful things about Dave Chappelle is how he tells a story. He's a great storyteller. And to hear him break it down all to sum up saying, I know my work. Like, my name carries weight. I am who I am. You're not going to get another me. And I stand on it. And you can't do nothing but respect it. And I find it quite interesting that people pick and choose what they want to be upset and irate about. You have a man that literally his art is comedy. His art is calling out things that is happening. You're mad at him for calling out society. I don't... You pick and choose what you want to be mad about, but then you turn around and tell niggas we should be okay with being called nigga by whoever call us that like no pick your poison stay in the song so it's okay <laughs> i mean that's fine you can utter it in your in your shower in your closet but don't say it to me and then don't say it to me and then tell me i don't have the right to be upset about it 
And that's kind of like the same. That's that's kind of how I feel about this whole cancel culture. Cancel culture, that's a whole other topic. But it's like they try their best to pound on certain situations. And it's like, please keep that same energy with these pedophiles. Please keep that same energy with these Republicans that's trying to make birth control illegal. Please keep that same energy with other things. Not somebody that's making a joke. At the end of the day, you don't have to listen. You don't have to buy a ticket. You don't have to engage or do anything. The same way people get on timelines or I see on Twitter and they are so upset, they go back and forth. Man, if you don't just keep scrolling, you know how much stuff I just keep scrolling past? It, that's not my ministry. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Scroll. You got people like who they spend hours each day just arguing on the internet. Yeah. Who <laughs> does that? You don't got nothing else to do? When y'all lunch break? <laughs> I think specifically the problem with Dave and a lot of the response to him, and this isn't to say that all of his jokes are good or or they're all right. Like maybe some are are in poor taste, but what we what people are asking for is for comedians to not be comedians. Like the job of a comedian, whether you agree with it or not, the job of a comedian is to look at society, look at what's happening in the world. And explain it to us in a way that makes us laugh about it. And right now, what people want are these unfunny, which I've watched a few of these specials. They're these unfunny, like super woke comedians that are really just just trying to get get the amen corner shouting. Everybody wants to be Eddie Griffin. There's only one Eddie Griffin. Every like he's the only person to meet. That can break it down and still make it funny. I don't know if he's the best example because I watched one of his specials the other day. He's and not, it does not age well. Ooh, it Chile. doesn't age well. <laughs> it does not age well, though. It didn't age well for him. But I'm saying that there is only one him. And who is the other guy? Now, what's the other dude? Um, you got to be a little bit more. A lot of, a lot um, of men jokes through the years there are there are a lot of comedians that that have the art of being politically correct and funny and it's like people just don't you could, what is his name i wish i knew his name it's my tongue. but anyway is he black white indian it's a, he's a black guy and he has the he has the art of telling people about themselves while they're in the audience his his fan Patrice base is so new Mm-mm, his fan base is predominantly white. He's not politically correct. I was gonna say because <laughs> Patricia's no. a bad man. <laughs> Bill Cosby. <right>. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we not doing that. We are not doing that. Do you I mean, know, I'm just uh, trying to name comedians. <laughs> you know, there was another part of uh, Chappelle's speech that was interesting, and when he talked about going back to the school after the closer, and he was like, hey, if you have a problem, say something. And he's like, all the kids formed a line, which he wasn't expecting. And then he talks about the arguments that they made. And he said, wait a minute. I've heard these arguments before. And it is kids parroting the arguments of adults. And that speaks to like our education system has become so much of just indoctrination. Like we're not teaching kids mm-hmm. to think for themselves. 
We're telling them this is the right thing to think. This is the right way to feel. And if you don't think and feel these ways, then you are X, which is usually you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're this, you're that. So kids, kids already don't have the ability to think critically, but now we're just like doubling down on that. And so Dave's like, I'm not mad at you. You're a freshman. What do you know? I'm mad at the adults that are telling you to view and see the world in this way. Right. Paul Mooney. I know he's going to come back to me. He has a gift. He has a gift of being able to say F you to your face. And it still be hilarious. And for some, for whatever reason, people that don't like him or did not like his comedy, quietly dislike him. I don't know where they found like this need to be vocal when it comes to Dave Chappelle. Well, it's a, it's well, a different time. It's a different time, yeah. Like, Paul Mooney was popular back in, like, the 80s, early 90s. Well, pretty much all through the 90s. But Dave Chappelle came up mid-90s, 2000s, 2010s. And so society was different. And the jokes that he told back in the 90s, they wouldn't, they wouldn't make it today. But He's he stayed true to who he is, and he's like, I don't really care how people take it. I just want it to be funny, and so if I just want people to laugh, even if it makes people uncomfortable, even when people don't like it, I want people to laugh, and that's what he's always stayed true to. And honestly, that's why people have followed Dave Chappelle. Like Dave Chappelle's, I one of my favorite comedian. He's been my favorite comedian for a long time. Oh, Andrew yeah. Schultz's up there now but he is <laughs> he has always been one of my he he's always been one of my favorite I, I don't know how you like him but that's that's it. who schultz nah so yeah. schultz, schultz is schultz is up wait there. you said you don't know you don't know how i like schultz schultz yeah. is reaching he's ghost not status. One of my, he's not one of my faves did you watch the last wow, special dude. no she I'm didn't not. Oh, you didn't no. go with us to see him all-star weekend did you oh no oh uh, you nah, missed out. She ain't go. Schultz, I, Schultz is mm-mm. up there. Uh huh. <laughs> what don't you What don't you like about him? He's just not one of my faves. Like he's just not a com- he's not he's just not a comedian that vibe that I vibe with. Not saying he's not great. Apparently, he has a fan base. Kudos. It's just not name one of name three comedians you like. I like outside Han- Hannah Gatsby. So no. <laughs> Amy Schumer. No. Hell no. <laughs> like, nah. Um, I like classics. So I would say like I like I listen to Red Fox. I still listen to playbacks of Ricky Smiley if I'm on a long drive. I still listen to um Paul Mooney, Bill Murray. Um Yo, give us some modern day comedians you like. So you just like comic view. <laughs> no, not common view. No, uh, <laughs> Bill Murray just had a special on Netflix. That's pretty hilarious. Um, you like this out now? But you think of Mike Epps? Like the actor? Yeah, you thinking of Mike Epps? Huh? Who the hell is Mike Epps? From Ghostbusters? You don't know Mike Epps? I don't like. I don't like Mike Epps. You keep trying to tell me I like. Are you talking about Bill Burr? No, the, Bill Burr. I know who you're talking about. There's Thank a. You. Isn't there? I said Bill Murray. So I Bill, Murray? Bill Bellamy. Oh yeah, no. Bill Bellamy. Hell no, he ain't even funny. 
to me. Oh, you wowing. Yo, Bill Belichick is. He, I, he, he, I think he, he like he anybody that came. Anyone that came on Comic View that. No, I like 90, comedy, 90, uh, 97 and 2002. Who do I like? Um, Bruce Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went to go see Bruce Bruce. La- Lavelle Crawford. <laughs> I did go see uh, Lavelle Crawford too. And he also was funny. But, um. I don't, she just like comedy. I mean, I do. I, comedy was a hit. But no, I do like. Um, I'm not really a fan of Kevin Hart anymore. Nah, I just think he's to, he's starting to get watered down, but I do like his got yeah, I like his earlier stuff. <laughs> so money just changes everything. The, the, the money changed him. No, 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 money <laughs> money changed him. You listen to I'm a little grown man versus whatever the last one was. Yeah, he's just not true. relatable yeah. anymore. Which is fine. Like um definitely your life came. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is definitely up there. Um I listen to Shout out to a small town murder and crime and sports. It's hosted by two comedians, um, James Petragala and Jimmy Wisman. Um, they are hilarious to me. And they're two, uh, I guess, smaller comedians, but they are super hilarious. But not um, Schultzy. Not Schultz. But not yeah. Schultz. You like, Dave can... Ch- you like Dave Chappelle, but you don't like Andrew Schultz. No. Who pretty much, do you like, do you like Eddie Murphy's comedy? I like Eddie Murphy's stand-up. But isn't isn't that comedy? Well, <laughs> some people consider no. Some people consider his movie. I don't like Eddie Murphy's comedy. I like his stand-up. Because some people consider his movies as a part of his, you know, comedy. But the context I, of this conversation, I don't stand-up. like all of the movies. We were talking about stand-up. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then I do like Eddie Murphy. Okay, um, so you, you like you like Eddie Murphy's stand-up? Like you like Delirious? You like Raw? Okay. I like Red Fox. I like. Uh, you didn't say Red Fox like seven times. I know. Yeah, I, I have him on vinyl. That's how much I like him. You like uh, Bernie Mac? Bernie Mac was hilarious, but he's also another one who I don't think would have aged, whose jokes would have aged well. I think if he was still doing comedy today, he would have been on the same level as dave Chappelle because yeah he's the type of comedian he's the type of comedian who's not going to change who he is and people are going to flock to him because they enjoy his comedy but i ask all of that because the comedians that you have named schultz models his comedy after those people he models his comedy and he may it just doesn't hit it for me i don't know what it is i can't i cannot Pinpointing right because he's not because he's white American. It's because he's white. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not. I don't even know if it's because he's white. It just don't hit. Like for me, it just don't vibe. I don't know why. I do not know why. I want him to be like this haha funny because I mean he, his name is big. His name is big. People know him. People love him. He has a very large fan base. He just he is arguably top five arguably. comedians right now. You can maybe push him into the top three, depending on. That doesn't mean he's got to be top five on my list. I just top three. Oh, well, so when everybody said follow the science, you follow the again. science. Everybody's saying follow the comedian. You don't want to follow the comedian, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't have to jump on the bandwagon. If I don't like something, I don't like it. It just, it just don't vibe with me. I'm not it's saying okay. that. Maybe I should give him a you... try. Maybe I'll give him a try. Because I haven't go I watch it. Go watch Infamous. Maybe I'll your try. Band, 
your bandwagon is stuck in 2003 and you refuse to you refuse to go nah, any my further. bandwagon is solid because I watch things that make it, you think and I enjoy comedy Schultz makes you think that's like he makes you think you don't read and you're excited about Schultz I can't we're not the same <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing but def- this is nothing but deflecting. This is deflecting. <laughs> she saw she was she saw she was on the ropes, and so then she had to go <laughs> had to go for the gut check. You don't D, read. D was in the corner, had a face D, D all in her corner. arms. He was in the corner. You don't read. <laughs> oh, it had oh, nothing man. to do with comedians at all. <laughs> It didn't, but we haven't said it all pod, so we got to keep it consistent. All right, we're going to wrap this up by saying Dave Chappelle is the GOAT. I believe in artistic freedom and expression. Uh, The three of us here, whether Eugene wants to admit it or not, we are all content creators. And the last thing we want Mm -hmm. is someone. You're a podcaster. That's content. You create it. We wouldn't want someone restricting (laughs) our voices or our views. Uh, especially if it's misinterpreting who we are and what we believe. Homies, I believe it's time to ask a homie. Oh, God. But to, come on. Eugene son. is my favorite comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene is my favorite comedian. Hands down. Listen, ask a homie is time for you to submit your questions to us, and we will probably maybe answer them on the pod. So, first question up is from the homie Avery. You may remember him from past episodes. He asked, when is Avery coming back? And then put in parentheses, he probably won't hear the answer. So to answer that question, Avery... Hold on, he asked it in third person. (laughs) He asked the the question about him in third person. (laughs) Avery will be back when he listens to the last five episodes to get a feel and understanding for where the pod is today, because the pod has changed a lot since Avery has last been with us. And we don't want him to come in cold or come in unaware of, of what, what things are like now. So Avery, that's the answer to your question. If you hear this, because you put in parentheses, in third person, he probably won't hear the answer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what happens um, just now. I'm going to personally reach out. I want Avery to join us um, for a show. So, and I won't tell you guys when. She said for okay. a show. Next I question. Mean, he didn't say come back continuously. He just said, can you come back? He's always Next welcome. question is from the homie. Mike Oaks. Mike asked, talent versus hard work. Which one is more important? I don't know. You finesse your whole life off the vibe. So is it talent or hard work? (laughs) (laughs) I think hard work with a little bit of nepotism will get you a long way. Mm. I I like that. A little bit of nepotism. Well, you learned that word, nepotism. (laughs) (laughs) I read it in a book. <laughs> yeah, y'all I, I like this from. Nope. I like the Kevin Durant answer Dodgeball. to this. It is a quote that is often attributed that 
attributed to him, but it's not his. But it's hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Uh, D, as you said, I live my life on vibes. I jokingly say that I've kind of fallen backwards into a lot of the things and places that I've been. But the truth is that falling backwards is the result of hard work I put in to be in the position to be there. Uh, So I'm going to go hard work because I've seen many lazy but talented. It's the old Nike shirt, a.k.a. the Lamar Odom shirt. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't work, you Lamar Odom. Speaking of Lamar, this is a little bit of a a tangent, but... So Lamar Odom is now on College Hill Celebrity Edition. And they showed that man using the bathroom, not washing his hands, using a toothbrush to scratch his butt, burping and farting all over the house. And he literally said out of his mouth, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to pee on my hands. I'm good. So... (laughs) So everyone that was playing basketball with Lamar Odom, he was playing with some crappy balls, beloved. Listen, Lamar smoked crack, all right? We have to give wow. him a pass. Wow. We, we got to give him a pass. Wow. For the rest of his life, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, okay, okay. Shout out to college. I bet you he ate Actually, Lamar, Lamar used to eat bags of Skittles and candy before every game, like just massive bags of candy. A lot of them do, and I don't understand that. I can give you the scientific answer. Wait, nope. we're good. Nope. What's, <laughs> the, we're what's good. the next, next question? question? What's the next question, Alex? Next question is from the homie Manny. He said, at 37, how do you convince your partner about the importance of bros? So basically... You know, being married. I'm not 37, so I can't ask. I can't answer that. As a married man, how do you convince your wife of the importance of time with your friends? Um, I think you have to you have to stress the importance that I cannot be I can't be your only outlet and you can't be my only outlet. Like I need to be able to filter through, work through these feelings, these raw feelings, raw emotions that you may not be able to handle in the moment. Like you can't, you can't be my only sounding board. So I need to talk to my friend about this before I dump it all on you. Cause if I dump it all on you, it may hurt your feelings. I need to filter through some of that first. That's a good answer. That's a very mature thing yeah. for you to say. Shocking. Y'all act like I'm a child. <laughs> like? Ish. <laughs> no, that's good yeah i think you just we we need friends your your spouse can't be can't be your only friend uh that's unhealthy and it puts a a weight that they were never meant to carry on them so absolutely yeah all right last question oh go ahead going into go ahead. Um, because i am not married but oh I we do. know Oh, he coming. He brought Chick Fil A. He coming. I know. He brought Chick Fil A. Here's your number five, boo. (laughs) (laughs) I do express that I have male friends or that I have female friends, and I like to spend time with my friends. You know, because you should not lose yourself when you get married. So yes, you become one in the eyes of God. Yes, you are married, but. Your significant other, I guess you kind of have to explain to them 
a successful relationship is that of two individual people that work together to make it work. Not all the same, do everything the same way, think the same. So very much like Eugene said, you need an outlet. I agree. Big facts. All right, last question comes from top tier homie, Osa. He asked, what are your top five books? Yes, we know someone doesn't read, but it's okay. He can give the audible books. Trying to play me. Trying to play me. Also, I don't even know. I don't know you. I never met you. But you coming for me via the questions. Osa is a top tier homie. We treat our top tier homies with love. Hey, Osa Osa gave us some good ideas Um, for for the Patreon. Um, so I'm gonna say my top five. You said five books. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Rose's book. I don't remember the title of it, but I actually read that one. Got to give the people what they want. I think. Got to give the people what they want. Yeah, I was trying to. I knew it was something that he said all the time on the show. Um, Jay Williams' book. I don't remember the name of that one either, but that was a really good one that I read. Audiobooks. Will, which I wanted a little bit more dirt from it, but it was okay. Um, Rachel Lindsay. Miss Me With That was a really good audiobook. Uh, how many is that? That's four. That's four. Van Lathan's book was good. I haven't gotten to that yet. Probably won't. It was, yeah, his his was good. Cheers, my five. Proud of you. I'm proud that you were Not... able to name five books and you read two of them. Mm-hmm. You keep, Ooh, no, I'm going to take, take Van Lathan's off. And I'm going to put Heads and Beds on there. It was a book by this guy who used to work in hotels talking about all the things that he dealt with while working in the hotels. It was really, really fun. And I actually read it. My man got bonus books. You see, I mean, he that. had replacement books. Look okay. at What's that. y'all books, man? What's y'all books? My man, man? Said, my man <laughs> said, I'm bringing books off the bench. <laughs> D, you want to go? F. I have five possible. Um, I have quite a few, but I will say five. My one. Of, listen, <laughs> I got you. Um, I know this is a family podcast, but "Unfuck Yourself" by Gary Sean Bishop is one of my favorites. Um, "The Richest Man in Babylon" by Gary Clayson. Um, "I'm Still Here" by Austin Channing Brown. I think we talked about on a particular pod. Is it Shannon Brown? Channing Brown. Austin, Austin Channing Brown. Brown. Oh, you said Shannon Brown, my ex-husband. I mean, Monica's um, ex-husband. Well, Red Black Girl by Glory Edom. Edom? How do you say this? E-D-I-N. How would you pronounce that, Claude? Either Edom or Eden. <laughs> okay. And then my... um, my It could be a long eye. It could. You're right. My fifth one, I would have to say, is a toss-up. Um, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna choose. I got some good ones. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> and I would say it's it's a Ain't I Woman by Bell Hooks. It's a classic. Mm. Okay. I see you. Go ahead, Black Girl Magic. Uh yeah. I give I guess like the top five books I read this year, because I 
I can't think of the expanse of time this like year. that. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't talking about this year, but if, we can, if you want to talk about this year alone, then I can, I can give you some meat. No, it's just because I couldn't, I can't think off the top of my head, like, oh, all the books I've read. Anyway, Medical Apartheid by Harriet Washington, Born in Blackness by Howard French. See, that's two. Uh, you Don't Know Us Negroes and Other Essays by Zora Neale Hurston. That's three. Uh, what else? Simplicity Parenting by Kim John Payne. Really, really good book. That's four. And then Reading Black Books by the homie Claude Acho. So those are those are my my top five this year so far. D, how many books you read a year? I don't know. I said D, not not Eugene. Oh, oh, no, I know, but I know you're gonna ask me to compare. I, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. So it's I okay. always put the challenge up to do at least thirty, but I have a very bad habit of listening to books when I do do like listen to audiobooks. Oh, you listen to audiobooks? Sometimes I do because it allows me to maneuver around the house. Mm. Or mm. I also have hard copies oh. that I can't finish. So I'll put them on audiobook form and then pick up whenever I get back home. I do that all the time when I have to work. But no, I don't knock audiobooks. I believe that that's still reading. So we agree there. I talk junk, but we agree there. So I think um, my challenge is 25 to 30 a year. And so my average is about 23, 25. Nice. Average. I think, um, but I, I want to say I probably read more. I just, I forget about Goodreads sometimes. I was talking to this woman that I'm working with and she just casually dropped that she read 108 books last year. Yeah. What kind of time does she have? She doesn't sleep. Is she, she a professional like no, book reader she, or what do you call it? No, she, she have a family. She, she she has a daughter, but she writes curriculum and works in a school system. But this woman is a she's a machine on another level. Like she her mind is amazing. Her work ethic is out of this world. She she is superhuman. She needs some be. And on that Dude, note, this is a family. <laughs> thank podcast. you. Come on, for now. tuning in. To another episode about a of kicking it with the homie. Who needs a dictionary? We want y'all to follow us. I'm gonna just I'm gonna power through. We want y'all to follow us, <laughs> rate us, review us. Please leave five stars for this fine American podcast, bringing together the North and the South. With Eugene, I guess That's being the belt and putting us together oh. in the middle. Gene, if they don't got five stars for us, what should they do? They are probably going to get hit by a dictionary. <laughs> and on that note, we are. Bye. Kicking it with the homie. Kicking it with the homie. Kicking it with the homie. Oh, 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 oh.